there. This is It's All Good, a Block Club Chicago podcast, and let's get right to the episode. Hello, I'm Baba Wawa, and welcome to Baba Wawa at Wodge. We are indeed lucky to have as our guest tonight the greatly respected and world-renowned creator of shuttle diplomacy. Sometimes controversial, but to my mind, a really regular guy. <laughs> Secretary of State, Dr. Henry Kissinger. That voice you heard there is of Gilda Radner, who I think a lot of people know was one of the original cast members of the Not Ready for Primetime Players, which of course was eventually morphed into SNL, which is still running to this day. Gilda Radner was a groundbreaking comedian, originally from Detroit, spent time in Toronto at their Second City outfit, and uh, of course made it to SNL uh, and went on to stardom before ovarian cancer ended her life in 1989. Pretty quickly after that, Gilda's Club started opening up an opportunity and a place where people can come together uh, that are suffering through cancer through many different ways. And... Seven years after that, in 1998, Chicago got a chapter of Gilda's Club. And today we're going to dive into a little bit of that, how you can help, and some cool things they've got going on. And we've got Kaylee Barron from Gilda's Club. Kaylee, thanks for uh, joining us on the uh, the podcast and the show today. Thanks for having me, John. Did I do justice? I know Gilda Radner, you can't even put into words her comedic level and the amount of love that people had for her. She really was a, a, a transformational comedian. She did it all. The Another fun fact I was at is she was the first person hired for SNL. Oh, she was so the she first was cast number, member? She was number one. Wow. That's awesome. And so many of her characters still live on and things that we quote, even though we are now, gosh, 30-some uh, years since she passed away. Um, Gilda's Club, give us a little summise of what it is, what it's all about. Gilda's Club is an amazing organization, and they are based in Chicago. They have a clubhouse in River North. And what is so special about Gilda's Club is that they provide 100% free services to anyone whose life has been impacted by cancer. So it's not just about the patients, it's not just about the caregiver, it is about anyone whose life has been impacted. And they have servicing at their River North location in different parts of Chicagoland, and they offer art therapy, one-on-one -on -one therapy, outings, you name it, yoga, tai chi, anything that really can give someone something in that time of need in so many different ways is what Gildas provides. It's an amazing community of support. How many clubhouses are there in the United States? Do you know that off the top of your head? Not to put you on the spot, Kaylee. <laughs> I love doing that on the podcast. That makes it fun, isn't it? I believe it's over 100 and there are, in connection with the cancer support community that they are connected with, there are over 14,000 locations of this broader community. So there, there is a lot. Uh, in terms of physical locations in Chicago, Gilda's has the clubhouse in River North, and then they also have a satellite location at Christ Hospital in Oakland. You mentioned the art therapy and Tai Chi and the, some of those things, do they um, help happen at the clubhouse itself or are there are, you know, other areas where they say, Hey, we, we got this connection over here. They, these people can help you out. What like kind of paint us a picture of how it works for someone who is um, benefiting rightfully so from the services. 
Sure. So Gilda's post post and during COVID had to be able to make that shift to your point. So some of our programming is online. Some of it is in person, just depending on what it is. We have Gilda's has a number of different full time staff that are out in the community. They have a connection with Northwestern. So they are at Northwestern's campus about 30 hours a week doing different in-person therapies. They have Sherman, their therapy dog, who's very cute and likes to go around. So they are very much within the Chicagoland community. I imagine a lot of it like is an opportunity to not only benefit from the services, but just benefit from each other. People that are going through similar things. There's there's huge benefits just to having people around you whether you're a caregiver or someone suffering uh, through one of these diseases to have a network of people going through the same thing, not only to just commiserate with, but to laugh with, to spend time with, that's gotta be a huge benefit. It's one of the biggest benefits. And as a current patient myself, that is something that I love so much about Gilda's. It's that you're in a room of people who know where you're coming from. It's like you speak a little bit of a different language and those around you speak it and understand it as well. So to just be in a space where people understand exactly what you're going through, or maybe someone says something in a way that you haven't thought of before, and that gives you a new way of thinking about it, or you share something with a caregiver or vice versa, it really just makes the whole journey much more manageable. And to your point, sometimes it's, it's sometimes you're there to rant, sometimes you're there to laugh at something together, whatever it may be. I think that's what makes Gilda so amazing is you have that community of people offering all of those different things. You mentioned through your journey, as much as you're comfortable sharing, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer at the very end of 2021, just days before my 30th birthday. So that made for a really interesting beginning. Right in the middle of the pandemic too. Wow. Okay. Fun times. And I was not expecting it at all. It was caught on some unrelated medical testing. And you, you aren't prepared as much as you think you may be prepared for the phone call in which you're told that you have cancer. And at the time I was living in River North and I quite literally stumbled upon Gills' Club. They have a very bright red door, that's one of their symbols. And outside they have a big white poster with big curly hair to representing Roseanne, 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 Roseanne Dana. by one day and just you stop when you see a bright red door because you're not used to seeing that and you're also looking it up at this big poster and you see really big hair and you're kind of looking at this going what is this and I just saw Gilda's Club Chicago and I immediately knew who that was about and I read their mission that was outside about helping patients with cancer all of these other things and I thought well 
amazing. This, this is exactly what I need. And I became involved as a member and later joined their associate board. So I kind of joke that I'm a double member of Gilda's Club, both being a member and a member of the diagnosed cancer community because Gilda herself said that having cancer is membership in an elite club that she'd rather not belong to. And I know what that's like. So Gilda's was there for me during my diagnosis and treatment. And the approach that I took was to laugh at cancer. When I first got diagnosed, I literally put the phone on mute and started laughing because it was just the most ridiculous thing. And mm. I knew that I had to laugh throughout the process and that I knew that laughter and some dark gallows humor is what was going to be the most manageable thing that got me through. And that's what it was going to be for me. And Gilda's gave me exactly that. I found my comedic voice. I always, you know, thought that I was funny and thought that I had a bit of a flair for comedy and took a class at Second City and such. And after getting diagnosed said, no, this is it. I need to really give it a shot. This is my moment of you've been given this big thing in life. All these crazy things are happening. You just turned 30. Guess what? You're a stand up now. <laughs> and I'm laughing because uh, let me just reveal behind the curtain here. I've known Kaylee for a long time. She is very funny. She's got an amazing laugh. And then this, uh, not to cut you off, but Kaylee, I know that this is going towards a journey of me getting and a lot of people getting to witness you do stand up for the first time at Gilda's Club. Yes, exactly. I had an event there called Cancer is Hilarious, raised funds for them. And that was last fall. And it was amazing fun. I wanted it to be incredibly Chicago centric. So everyone that was there was a Chicago comedian in some way and we just laughed at cancer the entire night we had those that did sketch comedy we had stand-ups a friend of mine roasted me for five minutes and that is probably some of the funniest comedy i've ever heard in my life and i go back and watch it on sad days because i don't know what's funnier than someone just kind of going after me and, and some of my habits and yeah i i became a stand-up that night and debuted my comedy which I like to bring out only for charitable purposes. So <laughs> as we have been working on different events for Gildas and such, I have jokingly threatened that if all else fails, I will fundraise with my comedy, which will immediately raise money because no one wants to hear my cancer <laughs> jokes. They were very good. You did well. It was a really fun event. And there were some Thank really, you. I mean, to be honest, some very talented comedians at that event that I've now seen kind of blow up on social media and in their own performances. Um, I'm really uh, proud of what you have accomplished, Kaylee. And uh, it's good to know that you are going through that journey and doing it successfully. And now you have a huge event, not you, but the entire club has a big event coming up uh, that, of course, like many of these things, is part fundraiser, part fun. Tell us a little bit about that. I love it. We do put the fun in fundraiser. So the associate board of which I am the co-chair for this event is hosting our annual Gilda's Night Out event on Saturday, November 4th at Venue West. And what is so exciting about this is that we've revamped the night. We wanted to bring it back to the roots of comedy and arts and entertainment. And we have really made a fundraiser that is unlike any other. So the entire thing is to be all about interactive entertainment. We have three stand-up comedians, five drag queens. 
We have a DJ for dancing the night away. We have live artists doing a live painting of Gilda. We have someone that's going to be doing live etch-a-sketch portraits of individuals. We have a magician roaming around. I mean, we have really made this in a really exciting fundraiser to come in, see the arts in Chicago, see those up and coming names. So you can say that you saw them first, you saw them with Gildas, and at the same time, raise money to help in the fight against cancer. So it's going to be a really fun night. Shout out to Unji Kim, by the way. We did IO, we did a class together, and she is blowing up and hilarious, and she'll be there. And the tickets are at gildasnightout.org. Gildasclubchicago.org is where people can go for more information about the mission and everything that Gildas Clubs does. Kayla, I'm going to give you the last word. Why is this something, whether it's the event or, you know, maybe people are booked that night. Why is Gildas Club something that Chicagoans or people listening to this podcast should care about or know more about? One thing that I learned going through my cancer journey is that every journey is different. What one person would find to be the most helpful thing someone else would never want to do. My laughing at cancer, my approach to that is not what someone else would do and their approach is not what I would do. And all of them are right. And that's what I love about Gilda's is that I went to them and said, I want to make fun of myself and make fun of cancer. And they said, great. And for others, they do the exact same thing. And they are such wonderful cheerleaders, both the staff at Gilda's and members of the board, the associate board, club members themselves. They're just all rah-rah you. And because you're rah-rah them, we're all supporting one another through our different journeys and really doing what we can to make this as supportive and understanding as we can as we go through this. So. I find it hard to not be so excited about something that really gives to each person in a way that they most need it and want it. Kaylee, and just to wrap things up, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. I had my last round of scans in August, and as my oncologist said, if you have any cancer, I can't find it, which is a very good feeling. So I have about three and a half more years of scans to go before I'm at the no evidence of disease marker in which I will have a very big party. So until then, I I keep up with scans and I I hope things go to as well, but doing well at the moment. Thanks, John. We hope so too. It's an awesome organization, gildasclubchicago.org. And for tickets, sponsorship opportunities, event information for November 4th event at Venue West, gildasnightout.org. Take care, Kaylee. Thanks, John. Block Club Chicago's on TV too. We got a show called On the Block Thursday nights at 7 on the U, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. on CW26. Go to CW26Chicago.com for more info on the shows, previous episodes as well. We're also on the radio, WGN Radio, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings on the Bob Surratt Morning Show. Here's a recent appearance from Jen Sabella. And the Taste of Chicago numbers are in. What do they say, Jen? Good morning, Bob. Yeah, so the change of date on the Taste of Chicago seems to have impacted its bottom line. Uh, Typically, it takes place during Fourth of July weekend, um, but this year that was NASCAR weekend in Chicago, so we moved it over to September, and attendance was down nearly 23%. Um, The festival has seen declining attendance over the years, 
bringing in less money than before. And it once again won't be the um, 4th of July weekend because of NASCAR next year. Mm-hmm. So um, the Department of uh, Cultural and Special Events is working to find a weekend that will work for the taste and then hopefully bring out more people than they've been seeing the past few years. Um this year, they saw only about 120,000 attendees uh, compared to 155,000 in 2022, which is significantly down from years prior, where there were a lot more people, more more toward the 200,000 range coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some people like uh, having fewer people around. It's uh, Zoo Lights time again, isn't it? It is, and like everything else, the price is going up <laughs> for mm-hmm. Zoo Lights. Um, we will not be spared. Um, they have added new attractions, though. It will now cost $7 for general admission attendance during the week and $10 on Fridays, Saturdays, and the day before Thanksgiving. It's up from $5 last year, and Mondays remain free, um, but attendees still must present tickets. Um, Zoo Lights runs November 17th till January 7th, um, and they have a light maze, live ice carvers, Ferris wheel, and they have some new modern LED light displays and a garden light show in the South Lawn. That's always fun. And tell us what's going on with that 15-acre campus up on North Ridge, 7430 North Ridge Road, the uh, St. Uh, Benedictine Sisters campus. This is so fascinating, these sisters. They've had this campus for 120 years, but um, there are fewer and fewer nuns living there. There are only 19 nuns on this huge campus in Westridge. So they are going to be selling off the entire campus, and they're going to be looking for senior living facility for the nuns that are remaining there. Um, so it's unclear what is going to go in this place, but it is very large and sprawling. It's very beautiful, lots of trees and green space. Um, it's the story is really interesting. They started downtown Chicago. That was just the sisters started in the 1800s, 1861. Um, but their first convent was destroyed in the Chicago fire in mm. 1871. So they just have a really rich history in the city. They hoped to stay, but it's just way too much for aging nuns to keep up such a big campus. Right. So. Um, they're going to be leaving, and we'll see what, what happens next to that well, space watch, in Westridge. Yeah, watch that space. Jen Sabella, thanks. Have a nice weekend. You too. Thanks, Bob. And that'll do it for It's All Good, a Block Club Chicago podcast. I'm John Hansen, and we'll drop another pod on you very soon.